0: Hi, I'm Sabi and this is Stardust Records and this is our first episode ever and I'm here with my co-host Lindsay. Hi Lindsay. Hey. How are you today? I'm doing pretty good. You've had a pretty
1: pretty busy weekend right? Yeah I've been traveling a lot a lot of driving.
0: But you came home to a very special guest, didn't you? I did.
1: I did. I have him right here. I, you, can't, you guys can't see him, but I got the um, single version of B2 Emo from Andor. And he's here to keep us company today.
0: He's actually our special guest. Um, yes. He won't be doing any speaking, but he will be joining us for moral yes. support. <laughs> yes. So, speaking of figures and B2 Emo, there was also a huge drop today from Hasbro from PulseCon. I don't know if people heard about that, but, like, a bunch of Black series from Andor were was released. So, like, Bix, Mon, Luthen, Cassian, and then the exclusive Cassian, which comes with B2, and then Vintage Cassian, and then Vintage Sartha. Which yes. is crazy to think about that we actually have like Andor figures now. We've come we... so far. <laughs> no, I keep thinking about like all this merchandise. Like every time I look up Andor on like Hot Topic or Amazon or anything like that, it's just an influx of Andor products. And it's like, wow, we live in a society.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's so crazy. I can't wait to uh, put them in my pockets.
0: Oh, I know. He's the perfect <laughs> little little person to do life with. Just yeah, put a tiny little tiny B two in your little little pocket. <laughs>
1: doing I life. know. I'm excited. So I was thinking about those. I was thinking about those. Talking about B two, I put him next to the three. I think it's a three three inch figures that I have of Cassian and Jin, and he fit in pretty perfectly. But I was wondering, is the exclusive version of Cassian and B2, are those three-inch versions? Or are they like the full six-inch Black Series version? Because if that's the case, B2 would be bigger,
0: I believe. I actually actually don't know. Um, I know,
1: that's a a weird question to throw at you,
0: but I was just thinking about it. No, it's okay. I I think that it would be, I don't know, maybe it would be the six-inch, but I don't want to steer anybody the wrong way. (laughs) But, um, but I was just thinking we'll have different sizes of him then perfect. more and the merrier <laughs> yeah and different art as well because I know that the the uh what was it called the exclusive one has the art of the scene from episode one of them sitting together in the ship that's right it's so funny because I remember when <laughs> when they had released that picture for I think it was for San Diego Comic-Con and they were like it was like the one photo that we got of B two and Cassian, and it was like so dark and hard to see. And yeah, finally we have like a picture. You <laughs> we were losing our minds. I know. And then the last thing I know that on October sixth, the mission to Aldani, Cassian is coming to Walmart for pre-order. And then the other two, this sand trooper, and I'm forgetting the other one. Forgive me, but uh, is it the dark times imperial officer? That's the one that's releasing or the Cassian. Okay, that's yeah. But I'm forgetting the other one. But or there was it was the trooper. It the yes. the trooper, and then this. Nope, I am completely m- mixing up the names, but that that doesn't matter.
1: We got some figures Target. coming.
0: <laughs> two are at Target. Two are at Walmart. So. As bro, if you need any advertising you just got some from Lindsay and I. We thought we'd get a little bit just like a quick get to know us you know segment. So Linz why don't you start? Well um
1: so I'm Linz obviously and I have been a fan of Star Wars for a long time but that doesn't mean anything okay. So you could be a new fan of Star Wars and be totally valid um but i I love Star Wars. It's been a big passion of mine for a long time. And um, yeah, and so a couple years ago, I started a Stan Twitter <laughs> account for Star Wars. And I've been through many different uh, obsessions, micro-obsessions within the Star Wars fandom for a while now. But I have recently settled on Rogue One and Andor since probably hmm, late summer, fall last year. Really gotten into it. I always loved the. I always loved Rogue One and so um just kind of diving more into the characters and the story and especially jen and cassian it's been really fun especially with uh, savi she has fed my obsession so uh yeah love stars for a long time and i live in the pacific northwest um and my days basically consist of just reading and writing and hanging out i won't get too in depth but yeah, just yeah. A pretty simple I was pretty simple gal
0: just a simple woman I'm a simple woman way through the galaxy. yes I am so simple um that's so funny Lince because I'm also from the Pacific Northwest um wow it's almost like you like live really close by I know I, why I'm it's like it's like we could meet up oh my gosh <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> haven't already before
1: yeah right no Um, we've met each other several times so tell me about you
0: oh about me okay um well i'm sabi i uh am from the pacific northwest i've also liked star wars for quite some time but like lynn said that's not the length of how long you're a star wars fan doesn't matter uh we all love star wars and that's all that matters but um I, i i started to stand twitter when the mandalorian came out um because I was like, "Whoa, Star Wars is coming back," and like, uh, I just wanted to talk about it. I had had a stand Twitter before, but it wasn't for Star Wars. But um, yeah, and then I left for a while, and I came back, and then I re- I remember while I was on Mandalorian Twitter, Mando Twit Twitter, uh, <laughs> we were it, it was it was released that you know Andor was coming back. So, but I I was like, "Oh, cool." But I didn't have Twitter for that. But yeah, I I don't want to base my personality over how long I've had Twitter talking about Star Wars, <laughs> though. Um, it is
1: kind of relevant to where we are at this moment in
0: time. Yeah, that's true. Uh, <laughs> we got but, to this point because of it. <laughs> that's true. Uh, yeah, so, uh, Linz and I are friends. Uh, we we did meet on Twitter, but then we found out because of our time zones that uh, we were practically on the same one. Because I know that you were an hour ahead, but then I learned that it was because of traveling. It yeah, was, yeah, I
1: was going back and forth. So you first <laughs> met me when we were on the same in the same time zone, and then yeah. and then eventually it was over in in. Uh, mountain time but yeah. I remember when I first met Savi I we were talking very late at night and for multiple nights in a row and I was like man she must live like across the world from me <laughs> I, uh, I, the I, same
0: thing I was like she
1: must live across the world from me and then eventually we like it slipped out in some sort of conversation that we were on the same time zone and we were like are and you kidding me
0: <laughs> and the PNW isn't like like that term isn't really like used outside of people who are in the pnw so we had so, dropped that yeah we had dropped the pnw and it was the spider-man meme where yeah we're like, like here's <laughs> my address <laughs> come find
1: me and then well, eventually she,
0: yeah she invited, she invited camping and i it's so funny because i was like okay <laughs> <And> <laughs> well
1: well yeah because i was like we were somewhere I was somewhere and I was like yeah it's so beautiful here and she's like I will I will drive there right now oh yeah joking I was like like, "It's uh nine
0: hours and I was like
1: well I'm gonna be somewhere closer at this time a couple months from now do you want to meet us there and you're like heck yeah and I was like well we have a plan (laughs) oh you know it's so funny we met before that we made this plan to like meet each other oh, I to go camping we
0: about the time oh, yes yeah met, but we, we made like, this okay, plan we, we... <laughs> and, and Savi's like we gotta meet other. sooner <laughs> <laughs> sorry sorry no, it's okay we get so excited about this <laughs> we're...
1: so we made this plan to go camping on the coast and then but sabi's like can we meet sooner i was I'm like sorry. heck yeah I was like, i need to know
0: that you're not a serial killer <laughs>
1: So we met in the middle, we met in the middle somewhere. And we just got to spend like dinner and like the part of the evening together. And that was it. And then literally like the next day, she's like, I need to see you again. I drove like a couple hours and she drove like many hours to meet and we went swimming and like had lunch and then that was it. And then we met again on the coast. And then we've, we've, we've hung out several times. She's She's been over to my house. We watched Star Wars together in my we bed. It was, it was amazing. It was amazing. we watched Rogue One.
0: So. Yeah,
1: that was awesome. So we, we're we <laughs> buddies. We're buddies. We <laughs> have <laughs> a mean. history. I'm
0: just kidding. We do have
1: a history. And the funniest thing was, is I think before we even, I think it was after we first met or maybe even before. No, I think it was after we first met. She's like, want to come to my sister's wedding? And I was thinking in the back of my mind, is it next month? She's like, no, it's know. next year. It's the next September, and I'm like, I was so
0: solid. I was like, so you're I, committed. <laughs> I know. I was like, I'm committing myself to this relationship, so you are too.
1: <laughs> we just, yeah, both of us love Star Wars, and we that's one of the big things that drew us to each other, and it's been super fun. And yeah, it has so been so
0: fun. And now I, here we are recording. A oh podcast, my gosh!
1: The first exactly. Episode.
0: Andor is out. We live in a society. It's pretty <laughs> but so we have a, we have a we have some stuff to talk about. Talking. Speaking of Andor, the first three episodes released, and then four just released last Wednesday. Five will be this Wednesday which is insane because we're not even halfway through the season yet and it feels like yeah I,
1: I am just so grateful I just feel so grateful every time I think about Andor I think about it and my mind just like goes static and then does the dial-up noise and then like some hallelujahs <laughs> in the background
0: <laughs> uh, it's like the microwave noise and then like the beep is when Ding. the episode <laughs> yeah I don't I don't know yeah. I definitely understand that it, it's definitely difficult to believe because it's like we were waiting for so long and it was just like radio silence for what's for what was years for not what seemed like years because back in 2018 was when we got the announcement and then the d23 thing came with Alan Tudyk and Diego and we were all like yeah K2SO and and Cassian show And now that we've watched it it's obviously not that but so we wanted to talk about the first three episodes today we won't talk about four but we will talk about three I feel like it's too soon to talk about four just in case for spoilers but yeah yeah so what were your thoughts Lindsay
1: I was blown away I had really high expectations and I was trying to temper them um but I just I really did have have high expectations and they were all met it was exactly the sort of feeling I was hoping to come away with when I finished watching them even though I didn't really know everything to expect it was definitely it paid off the weight paid off and um I'm just riding the high still so I thought they were amazing and we will get more into it but what did you think
0: I thought they were really good too from, from like, (laughs) uh, removing my obsession with the show and just like from an outsider's perspective, I suppose it was like cinematography wise, it was beautiful. And like the writing was beautiful. And the script was just wonderful. Like the conversations just felt so real. The music was good. Um, just, I feel like every, like the transitional scenes from Canary to Farris to Primor or yeah, Primor or Morana 1 yes, uh, were were really, really good. I, I just felt like it was so, it was such like a smooth, somebody, I read a comment that said somebody said it felt like they kind of filmed the first three episodes like as they would a movie and then cut it up and I kind of got that vibe too like it was just like a movie that was split up for yeah like viewing yes I got the same feeling yeah so on the schedule we kind of wanted to get into the characters so we don't have to go in any specific order because Cassian obviously speaks to a variety of characters that like he has a pretty it's it seems like they all have like a good history with each other but I guess we could talk about um Bix first mm-hmm. oh, she, was, she was the first on our list so that's fine let's talk about Bix <laughs> I could <can> talk about <laughs> Bix all day
1: <laughs> yeah um so what was your first impression of her when you first saw her like in the show
0: yeah not, not the pictures <laughs> not or the documentary with yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well... Diego um well it, it was just We've never I've correct me if I'm wrong, but we've never really seen like a I don't know, like a like a business woman, like a mechanic businesswoman in in Star Wars yet. So it was I mean we had um is it
1: was it Rafa Rafa,
0: Rafa? Oh yes, that's true in the clone. But
1: but this is a different this is, you know, its own its own kind of thing fixes her own kind of woman um so yeah it is really good to see a character like her in this show
0: yeah especially because if you uh with with the whole thing that tony said in the uh, it was in the assets website but how she lost her parents and she was the one who took on the the you know the shop so it, it is I wish that we could know about that. Like, I wonder if they'll go into that with Bix because I want to know like how she took it on and like how, I... go ahead.
1: Well, I was going to say you had a, I think you've come up with a theory or we've kind of talked about this where, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but we were uh, theorizing that maybe she lost her parents around the same time that uh, Cassie and, lost his oh, adopted yes. father it well, could have who knows how many people died at that time maybe she lost them at the same time he lost clem we don't know
0: yeah because we were theorizing that clem well that the the scene that clem is in in the trailer with the clones we were kind of theorizing that maybe that was like a riot or i don't want to say yeah. riot but like an uprising um and perhaps like Bix's parents were a part of that but we don't uh, know yeah <laughs> we feel like we know nothing about the show <laughs> which is fine I actually love that me too I feel like every episode has just been something that has like exceeded my but yeah and then when we meet Bix in that scene where Cassian comes to her for help with you know wanting to meet Luthen because he wants to get rid of the star path unit um, there's like an obvious tension between them but it it's you know it's not like uh like something I, I don't know it just feels like really natural like uh, yeah I'm kind of annoyed with you but I would still do anything for you because I still care about you and I feel like Adria does like a good job portraying
1: that in Bix I don't know what do you think? yeah it felt very human it felt very much like how if you had been really close to somebody and you had a falling out with them, yeah. um, whatever, of whatever nature it is, we don't know if they were friends or more than, like a lot more than friends eventually um, mm-hmm. at some point or or what, but um, it felt very natural as if, cause they're obviously in, in some sort of business together, some sort of side yeah. hustle. And mm-hmm. so they've had to put their differences aside to an extent to make that work. And so, um, yes, I love that we can see that there's tension, but also that they're mature enough to look beyond it.
0: Yeah, like um, still work through it, like still keep their business together.
1: And I thought it was very interesting to show that Cassian, to me, Cassian didn't respond as much to Bix's, um, to whatever tension you could feel her dialogue mm. um, versus his reaction in his dialogue. Um, yeah it felt like he wasn't giving as much a reaction or he wasn't i don't know how to explain it so we don't yeah, know what like, the nature of their relationship was if he's just like not understanding her level of frustration with him
0: yeah like the 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 part where there was two parts that what you just said i immediately thought of uh the where he says like bigs bigs like come on after she's like kind of playing with him and then the "Quote unquote," playing with him and then the jealous husband and yes that was funny but he he didn't reciprocate like he didn't respond like he didn't joke back
1: yeah and there's one other point where she where they were close together at the whatever that was an engine or something and they'd been talking to tim and then yeah. she walks away and he turns and looks at her and he kind of like shakes his head um when she's walking away so it's really interesting. I'm excited to see uh, if we're going to get more of a backstory on what was going on with them. I feel like we will. Yeah, I feel um, like we will
0: too. I, I know that, but yeah, I know that this wasn't like the end of Bix, and I know it definitely wasn't the end of Ferrix. Yeah, so which is a relief because I really liked not only her character, but I just liked the history and like the people of Ferrix. Especially in episode yeah. three, we kind of saw like their camaraderie and yeah uh, you know like the scene with with cyril where uh, and i won't get too much into it but when the worker is like well have you been there and he was like what difference does that make and she was like well they have their own way of doing things so uh, i know that we're gonna go back there i, I know that. that it's gonna be sick i'm i'm this set is really beautiful too it's just really really pleasing to the eye
1: yeah and i feel like when we come back to them we're gonna see um probably a different hopefully we're going to see them having come together because obviously while Cassian's gone they're dealing with the fallout of what happened so hopefully when we see them again I'm I'm sure we're going to see them behaving or thinking differently or having prepared in some way for whatever happens and so um but yeah but talking uh going back to Bix specifically um beyond her relationship with Cassian um she has a relationship with uh Tim and I thought it was really. Um, I know. Tim with two M's. <laughs> um, he was like, I don't want to.
0: <laughs> Tim, but make it Star Wars. So they yeah, just yeah, yeah. slapped another M on there. It's like the the commas, or not the commas, the apostrophes and like chiss names. Yeah, exactly. To chissify something.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, so I thought it was really interesting how she. I keep saying it, it was really interesting. I thought it was really interesting, but I do, I think this is so cool. The show is
0: super interesting.
1: (laughs) I know. So when you can tell, and I think uh, Adria talked about this and um, she said that she was feeling safe with Tim, that Bix was starting to feel, she was in a safe relationship. Um, So that was her perception of her relationship with Tim. and we see that. We see her just saying, like, hey, you know, I've got this. Don't worry about it. Can we do this another night? You know, she is trusting him to respect her, respect the yeah. space that she was asking for, and that he wouldn't, you know, butt into things. Because, obviously, she's got something that she can't tell him about going on. So, I thought it was really, I loved how they showed that she trusted him.
0: Yeah. Um, Only for him to break
1: yeah yeah and yeah so I love I she's such a cool character definitely Um, one
0: of like the coolest characters that I think that we will get in Star Wars like I I think that the 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 risk the receivable. I think that's the word the reception reception thank you (laughs) I got you I I know English (laughs) but uh the receivable. the (laughs) yeah anyways has been really really high like I feel like she's gonna be up there with like Leia and and uh I don't know yeah I think she's that's she's her def- own
1: woman she yeah. is her own woman and she's Girl a boss. woman that I can relate to and I can look at and yeah. go like I could be that woman that could be me like I know why she's doing this I know why she's upset I know you know, I can, I can look at her and I can look at her actions and hear her dialogue and go, I wouldn't even call it dialogue even because the show is so real real and natural. Mm -hmm. Um, to to say dialogue feels like you're cheapening (laughs) it because her words are, everyone's words are so well-written. It feels, it flows so well. And so, um, yeah, Bix is a wonderful character. I'm excited to see if like, if we're going to see more of her mechanic work, are we going to see her utilizing that more as this goes on? Like, is she yeah. going to be using that for whatever fight they're going to be fighting? Well,
0: Cassian <laughs> seems like an excellent pilot, which actually, like, goes against one of my, like, longest-running cannons, where... <laughs> <laughs> where... <laughs> I can't believe this, but I had a and that I actually told you Lindsay yeah. where I was like Cassian is a shitty pilot like I think I went he- with that yeah I was like he is a luck of the draw is that the saying where he's like I-, I thought that that whole scene on Jenna was just like Cassian like when he's like I'll make them for you like I was like yeah he's like totally just guessing he's like there's I know that you're not supposed to do this I'm gonna get my <laughs> ass ripped <laughs> My asshole ripped anew from draven <laughs> and from the mechanics on base but i know that we can do this and i actually know i don't know but we're gonna do it and well so like yeah he's bad at this <laughs> but then when i heard him say that he's like flown a bunch of ships before and like I was like, wow, okay, he's an excellent female. I what
1: he's talking about. We see yeah. that in episode four. He knows what he's talking about. He's like, that ship's way too slow.
0: Yeah, he's like, but I've flown one of these before. That's not supposed to do that.
1: This is making me think of the Edu scene all differently now because it's like, he prop like flying, that low between those like spires and in the storm with all this like turbulence. And I know it was him and K2 flying, but like and
0: like Bodie and <laughs> like,
1: the fact that they were even able to put it on the ground in almost one piece. No, <laughs> we, I should, know. we should give Cassian respect for that
0: now. Honestly, we're so sorry, Cassian. But, yeah, I mean, we're so- <laughs> but this, the rewind i uh, yeah the whole, so i know that we're going to see that scene that we've seen in the trailer i don't want to get into episode four but the scene in the trailer where they're going through the what we now know is the eye of aldani um maybe he goes to ferrix to get this shit fixed by bix and then that's when we see her again but i don't you know, want to get into too much prediction
1: i don't know stuff, well we can but... we can circle back to predictions near the end um because i have a couple as well
0: uh, okay so I do want to go back to Tim and Bix because we were okay we were talking about that but um I thought this was like causing such an uproar before we watched the first three episodes but uh Emily from Kessel Run Relay watched the first three episodes before we all did and I remember being like sick to my stomach because not sick to my stomach that's an exaggeration but they were like a lot of people on Twitter who had watched it were like, there's a sex scene. Yeah. And then a lot of other people were like, there's a scene where Cassian goes to a brothel. And then <laughs> putting those two together. You, okay, you were in shambles. <laughs> I was in shambles. I was like, oh my god, the first scene of Andor is Cassian going to a brothel? And and, and- we
1: already were having panic attacks about him possibly being like Uh-oh. a <laughs> promiscuous man. <laughs> you can
0: say horns yeah you can okay yeah. we need those as compliments <laughs> um no but yeah we were
1: we were thinking like oh man this is you know Cassian's getting himself into some things <laughs> someone <Yeah>. maybe
0: <laughs> no we it wasn't like the whole like oh no like Cassian is gonna like I don't know it, it was just the whole like is that the extent or it I don't know how to describe it but So we were
1: freaking out. And Emily's probably over there. She was like cackling at us and she couldn't (laughs) say
0: anything. Well, I had guessed. I was like, okay, well, if it's not Cassian, that's maybe it's Tim and Bix. And lo and behold, I was unfortunately right because that scene was such... It was so good that it, it was done so well that I was so uncomfortable during it. Like, you could genuinely tell that there was like no chemistry between Tim and Bix. Like, As much as I feel like they wanted to have chemistry and then as much as like Bix felt safe with Tim, which I'm sure he, she did for quite a while, Mm -hmm. um, before like, you know, all of Cassian's, you know, like world fell apart in a few hours, but, uh, that scene was just so like, it just felt like they were more casual than they were uh, a couple, like the whole, like, um. The whole scene where she wakes up and he like couldn't sleep, and she was just like, "Please tell me up, calf." Like she didn't even say good morning to him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it, yeah,
1: exactly, because she had denied him uh an evening, like you know, because yeah, she said, dinner? you know, I guess they had an agreement for one dinner a week. I think it was or something, or hanging out once a week for dinner. I don't know a date
0: yeah which sounds like very like beginning of the relationship I, I don't know he set boundaries yeah she she good for her I love yeah, that honestly. she was like I love that she wasn't like oh you can come with me if you want she was like no I'll be back like you can stay here and run the shop which he didn't do he's so unreliable
1: yeah honestly <sighs> and so like it's so like when when she comes to him I mean, you can just tell he realized how badly he messed up. Like he knew, I mean, obviously he messed up without her having to come to him or whatever. But like, you can tell that he realized that nothing happened between her and Cassie and like nothing that would prevent her from going to him. And of course he was willing to sleep with her even though he like f them over, her and Cassie. Cause who knows, like whatever they were involved in, he didn't even think about the repercussions for Bix, because who knows if she was like so, like whatever Cassian did, she could have been like closely yeah. related to. So it was like he wasn't even just telling on, he stitching was on Cassian. He, he could be exp- all- stitching on her too.
0: He was definitely only thinking of himself in the moment, yeah. and I think that when he sobered up, because I think it wasn't blind that he was a little bit under the influence when he told on Cassian but um, because he was drinking he had saw them yeah he had seen them in the bar and that's another but, thing that really makes me think is that like Bix went to that bar and it had obviously been a place that they've been before because Cassian was like oh well we haven't been here in a while so she was she I don't know and then she goes home she can't sleep so she goes to the one person who she knows she can use as a distraction because she's thinking a lot about Cassian and, like, worried about Cassian and, you know... She needs,
1: like, comfort, some sort of, like, distraction comfort. Yeah, and
0: I think that Tim offered that, and then she was... once she woke up the next morning, she was like, well, I don't need this anymore. I have shit to do, (laughs) so... Yeah,
1: yeah, it's definitely a really... um, I don't want to say it's it feels wrong to just say it's a gray situation because obviously there's decisions made that are had more weight to them than others between the two of them. Um, I, I think it's sad that she was in a relationship that even though she felt safe, she realized she couldn't tell anyone else about it. And I don't know. It, it really interests, interests me that she told Tim that Cassian was from Canary at some point so like and who knows if yeah who knows why or if because apparently not many people were supposed to know so Cassian probably had no idea that Tim knew
0: yeah and it's it's upsetting that the one person that like Bix thought that she could trust was like the last person actually yeah
1: Um, and you know she might be dealing with some guilt for having been the one to tell Tim even though yeah because that was like maybe like a secret that she told him and who knows maybe it was because she was upset with cassian at some point and just told him in passing or who knows who knows why but she's probably dealing with some guilt because of that not to make her out to be like the bad guy in the situation it's just bad all around but yeah. i mean when it comes down to it he definitely made the wrong choice um in calling the authorities because it's not just like it came down on cassian and, and pot- potentially Bix, it came down on the whole entire all of ferricks it came down on the whole community
0: yeah and uh it, it's like frustrating because that's something that you know happens in real life too where like i won't get too much into it but it, it just completely like mirrored a lot of stuff that has happened before and like he Tim I don't think realized the weight of the situation until he saw Bix uh with the you know with the corpos and yeah you know tied up and bloody and oh uh, that scene is so difficult to watch it is <laughs> yeah it, it's like really it's this is like a really emotional show in more ways than one like I, I the you know the mother fought the sorry the mother-son relationship the 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 like the broken friendships the attempting to mend them the you know like the ones that have been damaged by past actions or like the trust it's definitely like a really it's a show that I almost feel like it's so intelligent if that makes any sense that it's it, like yeah, yeah yeah
1: yeah definitely it's definitely like that and I it's really cool how well they reveal like you were talking about the relationships between people, whether they're in good standing or not, um, with just the simplest of, um, of, I say dialogue, but the simplest of conversation between the characters. Um, it doesn't take very much for this writing to tell us what's going on, which I love and, but it's so natural and subtle. Um, i don't know i could just praise it all day long (laughs) next
0: next i feel like would be b2 on like the list of cassian's relationships that we kind of watched and where it was already you know established but we got to see like through that window um and that first scene with b2 not during with the hounds but when he's waking him up when he calls him casa i was wondering today actually if casa was like a a name that cassian still goes by but with just his family or like let's say bix and him did have our past relationship like did he prefer casa over cassian or but yeah that scene always makes me think because of of that like does he steal? yeah and i wonder if we'll find that out or
1: yeah, I would like to see Marva call him Casa. <laughs>
0: I would love to <laughs> see too. that. Um, but I, yeah, I know that she called him Cassian.
1: Yeah, I was. That day. I was expecting her. That I was expecting her to maybe call him Casa, but the fact that B two calls him that, I I can only assume that because like he calls him Cassian first, like he's calling yeah. for Cassian, then goes to Casa, and. I mean, B2's been there the whole time. He, he's, he was there when they found him and he grew up with him. And so I'm assuming that, um, I don't want to say it was a slip up on B2's part. Like that maybe he just like reverted to that because he was trying to get his attention or if it's something, because obviously B2, it seems like he has a hard time. I don't know how to explain it, but like he has a hard time
0: knowing when to not talk
1: and when to talk
0: yeah well have I, to what, tell him what I do what also made me think was that I wonder if sometimes Cassian doesn't respond to Cassian like oh I wonder, yeah yeah if you know because that's not his it's not his birth name I mean it is his name but you know does B2 like revert back to Casa's Cassian's yeah. not responding I, I don't know it's it's fascinating to see and I love where Andor started I wish that we could get a prequel to Andor like I yeah. know that we're gonna get like a bunch of flashback scenes and stuff but what I love is that Diego described B2 as pure love and I really think that that's what B2 exudes in like these three episodes with like you know, ensuring that Cassian's wound is clean and, like, waking him up and, like, wondering where he went and, like, wanting to go with him. And then this scene where Cassian is preparing to leave and he's like, you have to tell me where you left the money for Marva is. Like, he's just worried about his family. He (laughs) is. I know. I
1: know. And the fact that Cassian tells him to take his time getting home, like, you know, that was so sweet that was um, that's two we, <laughs> yeah and the fact that you know Mar, we see marva concerned for b2 as well when um she's like looking for him and she's like i think there's a point where it seems like she's almost wondering if he made it back because like yeah. who, know- who knows maybe b2 is like broken down some places sometimes like they find him they don't know where he is they like have to find him powered off in the middle of the street like who knows that makes me so sad
0: and then the scene where um i know Marvel was listing off cassian's girlfriends but but b2 says bix and then he cassian was like leave bix out of this and then cass like uh b2 was like looking for Bix. Like he was saying out loud what he was doing and he was like trying to like, but he's you know he's slower because of his power reserves or whatever. But you know how Cassian was like so desperate to hear what. But that makes me think that B2 considers like Bix family and he just like really cares about the people around him. And it sounds like he really cares about the people around Cassian and Marva as well. Yeah
1: yeah because we see him listing off like who went to marva's house to bring her medicine and i think food as well
0: yeah Did yeah they bring food her and, food too yeah i think brasso checked on marva and brought her medicine but i could be wrong there was two people that
1: b2 mentioned and then, that brought her food and medicine and then he mentioned that brasso stopped and by as well Cassian named the same people
0: uh, i think he, yeah when I he was so. naming off who knew he was from Canary, And Disney. she
1: was like their family. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Those are like, those are family. My favorite part was when she was like, well, everyone I've ever told is dead. <laughs> he's like, no, that's not true. <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> he was like, I can't one up that.
1: <laughs> um, but he was like, no, that's not true. And he's like naming yeah. off these other people. And she's like, well. What about your
0: women? <laughs> yeah. I I adore them. I want to see more of them, and I hate the slander that Marva is getting. Um, he did not kidnap Cassian. Um, it's not the same thing as the Jedi. I won't get too much into it. I don't want to get too much into stuff like that. But
1: yeah, I, I don't know. You. I think there's, I think there's some um nuance to that especially considering all the factors around that moment when she decided to do it even though it yeah. seems very forceful um i think we could talk about that more later too but i do i do think that she um
0: she did what was
1: what she didn't, thought she was, was not doing it maliciously she was not yeah. doing it to to um and she
0: wasn't kidnapping I, she was,
1: a child. <laughs> I really don't think that she was doing it selfishly i think she was which yeah. i mean you can get into the nuance of like well was did was it her call to make blah 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 but I do I do think generally I don't think that that she I don't think she's a bad person
0: yeah and it's it from what we saw the very few moments with Cassian and Marvra, it sounds like and it looked like the relationship was good like I I don't know if when he was greeting her, he was doing it because he was like nervous on how she would react or, you know, like he was nervous. Uh, That scene was so perfectly... I've just come home from doing something really shitty and my mom already knows about it and I don't know that she already knows about it it just felt like like I was reliving one of those moments
1: she just let him talk she just let him talk and then finally she's like okay when he's like starting to walk away she's like tell tell him be I love that
0: marva is so like typical mommy
1: <laughs> really honestly like um, and how he's like trying to explain himself while he's like eating yeah like oh yeah that- this happened and this happened he's like munching yeah. on some food and like ha 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 and she's like
0: yeah uh, okay and then, <laughs> when uh he was like you don't even want to hear what i did first <laughs> it was so funny i was like I cannot believe that this is the Cassian and Rogue One, but we were warned that it, it wouldn't yeah. be.
1: And I'm actually really excited about the fact that he's so different. Like, I like that. Me
0: too. I like it too. I know that season two will get more like Rogue One Cassian, but I, I actually really enjoy this Cassian. I know yeah. that he's like a instigator and like a shitster and it's the same thing, but it, or like, he's just like a, menace. (laughs) He's just like a little rat. But I love that about him.
1: Yeah. And I think it'll be cool to see so like B2 is his um is his buddy as he's when he's younger, obviously. And it it'll be cool Mm -hmm. to see this Cassian having this droid friend. Um and then later on we'll see him having K2 as a friend. And so it'll be cool to see that perhaps like him mature with, yeah like the, the
0: you know what the I'm
1: saying difference. it's like it's like two different type like times of his life you know there's like a yeah. separation of um meaning there you know so yeah. he's younger he's more mature he has this joy friend b2 who's like a um like a child like we, we've talked about like a childhood pet dog Yeah, um, like in the who's like dogs. mothering him mm-hmm. and then we're gonna see k2 probably be a little bit more um calling him out I feel like we're gonna see K2 being a little bit I don't know explain it I don't know I really don't know but from what we could tell in Rogue One it seems like K2 is not afraid to just say whatever comes into his circuits yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying like and so I feel like Cassie's it's, gonna have this this person to kind of like
0: well bounce off of more it's so funny because that line I've been i've thought about it a few times that he says whatever comes into his circuits like that kind of feels like b2 honestly um and there's a theory going around that b2 is k2 like if they retcon that comic which i honestly think that they will yeah where cassian meets k2 with uh Hess and Brismore. but um i think that they will retcon it and i think that they're going that route but i've been wrong about a lot of things with Vandor so I'm trying to keep my theories to a minimum. But um, yeah, I do think that the B2 is K2 theory is possible.
1: Yeah, I do. I feel like that that could be the case. You know, Who knows, maybe B2 will be destroyed and then Cassian yeah. saves some bit of him. We don't know. Um, I thought leadership? it was really interesting how uh, when he's trying to calm B2 at one point and call him, um, and B2 is in trouble at Marva's house and you know and Cyril <laughs> and the corpos are hearing it it reminds I saw someone making this um comparison oh, the to, where, mm-hmm. to the scene where he's like I'm trying scared. to talk to K2 on if and <laughs> yeah. K2's like uh <laughs> yeah the so rebels. exactly <laughs> uh so I thought that was interesting um
0: uh he's just such a good little buddy where can i
1: get my b2 i know i mean he like goes home at night and he's with marva and then he like comes back and he checks on cassian Mm -hmm. uh you know he's just such a good friend and i hope that we see him with um bix because who knows maybe bix and him meet up at some point i mean i really think that that's gonna happen um i don't want to talk about what you and i know that's gonna be probably happening later on in the season uh, some oh, sightings yeah. of B2 in certain scenes, but um, we won't I do talk think leagues. we won't talk about those. <laughs> some people don't want to hear but, those. <laughs> no, they don't. So, so, But yeah, I think that um, B2 is going to have a really big role later on, um, especially. So I'm really excited to see how that plays out for him. Yeah. Um, I want to know why he looks all beat up. Um, I want to <laughs> know what happened there. I want to know why he has the little yellow Thing. um a little <laughs> yellow strut instead of <laughs> why is he not shiny anymore
0: <laughs> he's a cutie patootie yeah um so since b2 was there on kanari i do want to go like transition into talking about kanari because i think that that was like a really like one of the most like complex flashbacks that we've gotten in a star wars media or in like star wars media in in my personal opinion um yeah yeah i also the fact that the language was a mixture of three was so cool when the star wars website posted that i was like no wonder because some words sounded so familiar and like the and not it it was so interesting because I was like wait that like sounds like Spanish or wait that sounds like Portuguese but it was just like a I don't know I couldn't there was a word that Cassian had said where I was like wait I know that word but I don't know that word and then later that was posted and I was like no way like that's so genius I I don't know it feels like the scenes were so like well thought out well of course they were but you know
1: I really do have a lot of faith in the how well things were thought out in terms of um the flashbacks and yeah and the everything. timeline of it exactly well oh, we could yeah, get into that at some point but um and maybe we'll get into that <laughs> for for episode four especially but um yeah it definitely there's definitely. <sighs> there's a reason for these flashbacks obviously not just to show where Cassian came from and everything I think there's many reasons why we're seeing these flashbacks and I feel like um I don't know if we're going to get any more Canary flashbacks but I do think that we're going to probably get more um
0: like little I know that Antonio uh for those who don't know Antonio uh is the plays young Cassian so Casa um Antonio was interviewed like a while before the show was released and uh, he said that Diego taught him English for two months. It took two months for him to learn English. So I think that that means that Antonio is returning for more flashbacks, probably on Ferrex.
1: Yeah. So I think we're going to get more. Um. What's the word? Awesome. We're going to get more. Yeah, we're going to get more uh, clues about who he is as a person when he was younger yeah.
0: and we're, um, sorry no go ahead oh uh, well just like the i won't get too much into episode four but when cassian mentions clem and i won't mention where he mentions clem but uh it, clem is his adoptive father and it's sound like cassian uses clem's blaster because we see that in the flashbacks and we see that you know we see clem using it in or we see Cassian using it on Ferrex, so I I do just wonder, like I do wonder about their relationship, and then yeah. the, the way that Cassian reacted when Luthen brought up the hanging. Mm-hmm. I just, yeah, I, I don't know. It seems like we're gonna see a lot more. Of that. <sighs> yeah, and I
1: I know that we've seen some scenes in the trailers that have uh clone troopers in them, yeah. um. So I'm assuming that's when we're gonna know what happens to or maybe even see it um I have my own theory <laughs> but it's so sad I don't think I want to say it um, I,
0: I know this theory Lindsay did you tell it was the one you told me yeah oh I I I needed I needed somebody to arrest Lindsay after she told me that I don't know should I say <laughs> it should I throw it out there sure really
1: quickly <laughs> so um there's I don't remember which source it is but there's been a source well, where... Well, does, wh- it include, where is it?
0: does it include a leak? Because I know people don't want to hear.
1: No, I'm talking about... Um, there was that line where it says that Cassian threw rocks at... Oh, yeah, it's from the Rogue Robo- no, Robo- okay. novel. novel. So, so there's that. Um, so I was thinking about that. I was like, well, if that is something that they want to draw from they want to draw inspiration from that throwaway line in the rogue one novel that cassian threw rocks at clone troopers when he was younger um and then we know that clem was supposedly hung and these flashbacks that we've seen in the trailers allude to that probably being when the clone troopers are on Ferrix. i'm assuming um i had this terrible theory <laughs> that perhaps cassian does uh, instigate something with the clone troopers or does something young Cassian uh to them and somehow or for some reason Clem ends up getting punished for it um whether Clem takes the blame or they punish the community by killing him I don't know but I just had this thought that perhaps I don't want to say Cassian's to blame but that perhaps something Cassian did started something
0: like Clem took the blame for it and then Clem
1: ended up being the one to suffer for well to to pay the price for it um I really hope I'm wrong I hope you're wrong
0: too but because Tony Gilroy, yeah Tony Gilroy likes to rip our hearts out and step on them really does honestly honestly I have such a love-hate relationship with that man like I (laughs) I could marry him but at the same time I could also like shake him and throw him in a jail cell and throw away the key he has done so much to destroy my life but that's okay
1: (laughs) We wanted this though this is what we wanted
0: we We (laughs) We asked for this yeah we wanted we were like give us all the angst and now we we already know how it's gonna end just (laughs) yeah we (laughs) i only ask i only ask for just a
1: little bit a little bit of happiness for Cassian sprinkled in somewhere in this show just to... a little bit
0: <laughs> I know I, whether it's with Bix or with B2 or with Marva or something just let him something. be happy for a moment please <laughs> yeah I know this poor guy the only time he smiled is when he's like nervous or being sarcastic and never yeah. like really genuinely and it's like we
1: didn't see so... any happiness or any like smiling because he's actually happy or whatever uh so my thought back to b2 is that because we just saw in a recent um bit of trivia that was released about clem that he was a mechanic and he could fix basically i think the gist of it was that he could fix anything he could make anything run again and so i just had this thought that perhaps he was the one who maintained b2 and then when he passed b2 fell into disrepair and that's (gasps) why we see him this way um that's so sad
0: uh so he needs so, to b2 needs to go to bix and be like girl give me a makeover
1: yeah he needs an oil bath he needs like poor guy he had like a piece of scrap yeah. stuck in him I, poor guy. I love i love that Cassie's like oh he'll hold on let me get this out he pulls it out it's like it's like when you have a dog that has like a burr you know like something yeah, stuck mm-hmm. on his burr and you're trying to get exactly it off of the vibe. him it's,
0: that's exactly <laughs> yeah. what it is when he like grabs their little paw and like take the little fur (laughs) (laughs) off exactly
1: exactly oh man uh was
0: so cute i yeah and then i i do i do i am excited for them to go through the you know we know cassian's looking for his sister and um I won't say my theory on that, but you can, you can see <laughs> well, it. Why right. not? <laughs> no, it's well, okay. You don't have to. No, just because we haven't, they we haven't met her in episode. Yeah, but.
1: Say, I won't say what the theory is, but I just have to say that Xavi has a really great theory on that. And I really hope it's true.
0: If you want to see it, I posted it on my, on my Twitter. My Twitter is, I changed the username, the end of an era. But it's Jin, like Jin or so, and then Casa, So Jin Casa. And then if you search up, I won't say anything. Or no, if you search up, I will say nothing. It's that one. Or maybe yeah. I'll pin it so you guys don't have to search it. <laughs> yeah. It's getting um, some traction, so. It, but, it's, now that we can see the views on tweets, it, it, this morning it had 35,000 views. And I oh was like, gosh. I don't even... Who are all you people? Yeah, exactly. Who is seeing this? <laughs> I know, but it it was funny because that theory. I had called Lindsay, and I was like, "Maybe this is his sister." And she was like, "Yeah." We were both like, "Well, maybe I, I don't know." I know. Like, I was like, "Are you sure?" Like, yeah, I and I was like, so, oh. maybe." <laughs> <laughs> and then I somebody said something, Deb. I was like, "Deb, no, I know I've I've been thinking about this. Like, this has been on my brain. Like, I really think so." And then something was released, and I don't want to I don't want to say who it is or anything like that. If you want to go see it, I told you where to go. Yada yada. But I put a side by side of this pic of Cassian and then you know that, and I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> People were like, "This feels like a spoiler," and I was and like, I, I sent I- you. Yeah, and I
1: sent you a picture of uh, his sister. Uh, is it? Was it uh, Carrie? Carrie, and it yeah, it was Carrie pretty- with this other character side by side, and they look so similar. I know, and oh. I was like,
0: oh my god, I feel like we just discovered the another planet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, and so that leads me to talk about like this Cassian search for her. Yeah, like, what? This is the opening scene. That's the opening scene. That's the 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 reason for the opening scene is because yeah. he's looking for her. Yeah. Um it makes me wonder obviously who knew that he was going there. Like nobody did. Did Yeah, Mar- he just Mar- kind of no? went no? by no. he went by yeah. himself. And so like he had to borrow a ship. Like who told he said a friend told him. Who told who which friend yeah. told him? I- like I know. Wh- how how long has he been searching? What information does he have? um yeah like how did this happen and so like that's the opening scene this is the whole reason that he ends up killing those corpos like all of this is because he's searching for her and i and though he's gone off i don't want to say he's gone off track but he's been taken away from that because of the follow of his actions yeah. but i wonder i wonder it when we're gonna see him talking about it again um, mm-hmm. because I'm assuming it's something that's uh, so important to him. Because obviously he missed work.
0: He yeah. He did Brazo so much like, to get there. Yeah, Brazo was like, put your boots back on and and get to work. So that exactly makes me wonder if he was working. If those were his gloves, that I personally think that the gloves that were missing on the glove wall were Clem's. That's what I thought so, too. Yeah, I I yeah. don't know, but. Yeah, I think that there there's a lot there's a lot that are that is purposely unanswered. Like Cassian's age, though I know that the Star Wars website said that he was nine on Kanari, but we don't know the year. But I think that we purposely don't know the year. And although like Cassian did say that he was sixteen on Mimban, um, there was and I know Mimban was two years. It was, and this is the camp the mimbon campaign because i know the battle of mimbon was Clone 10 bby wars. well no, was... oh
1: yeah 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 yeah. yeah there's one there... in the clone wars and there was one later on and yeah. 10 bby mm-hmm.
0: and it makes so if cassian was 16 and 10 bby then five years later you know that would make him 21 and, and that and makes Queen. that makes sense because then five years after that he's or 26. Andor, yeah yeah and 20s 20... In you know he's 26. That
1: fits the timeline. It fits the, the timeline, timeline we
0: know. But there's a lot of different sources that are saying like, oh well, this could be pre Clone Wars. This could be during the Clone Wars. It's definitely not after because we see the clones on Ferrix in a flashback. We're going to get that's been in the trailers,
1: which is very confusing. Yeah. Um, and. I know the blurb where it was talking about him being nine on Kinari, It at the beginning of it, it said fall of the Republic. Yeah, so that's
0: what so, makes me think that it's... It, at the it, end of the Clone Wars? Or could, during the Clone Wars? I feel like it could be like very end of the Clone Wars because when you hear fall of the Republic like you think, and it makes sense, then it makes sense for what Marva said, in my opinion. Because if it's still during the Clone Wars, like I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong, but it, I, no. was, I wasn't confused about what Marva said until the whole thing that kind of started an uprising. On and when we
1: talk, and when we're talking about what Marva said, we're talking about her specifically saying that um, the kids had killed a Republic officer, and it confuses people because when we look at those men that were killed um, in the crash site um they were wearing what everyone knows to be a separatist symbol and so for Barbara to call him a republic officer confuses people there's some people who think that either she was just confused which feels weird that she would be confused but who knows maybe she didn't even maybe she didn't even um well yeah B2 said that a republic ship was incoming um Mm -hmm. so I don't know if she just didn't see their uniforms but obviously she knows what ship it is so the other theory is that the um
0: it's target initiative is it yes yeah that the symbol is going to be part of
1: a republic thing and if there was was a separatist ship then i would assume if they really wanted it to be a separatist ship that we were looking at they would have thrown in some damaged droids
0: yeah or or it'd
1: be droids that they were killing instead of the men
0: yeah, so. that that first watch, I thought it was Tarkin Initiative. Like I i the it was just such a similar symbol. And then it yeah, I I don't know when I was looking at it, I was like, oh Tarkin Initiative. And then Marva said and that and the same. uniforms.
1: And the uniforms, yes, the uniforms felt were... very uh scientist like. To me, they it looked did. like Republic scientists, Imperial Scientists.
0: Yes, that's the vibe that I was getting too and I know that we're not getting an answer because I I'm pretty sure it's gonna going to be answered yes and there's also the theory that Cassian like doesn't really know his age uh which I think that he probably wouldn't be far off from 21. I don't think that he's what people are saying, which is 27 or 28 and or I think that that's a no. wild.
1: I think I think it's way yeah. too old, me too honestly.
0: And, and, and I just think that it wouldn't make sense. I don't think that they would go that retconning that far. i I get like twenty two, twenty three, 23 I'm pushing it, but I would honestly get twenty four too. But I think that twenty seven, twenty eight, twenty nine is just way too far
1: to, pretend. yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. So we're very confused. You could tell that uh, Savi and I have talked about this quite a bit with not just ourselves, with some friends too. We've Um, had some phone calls. and Yeah, we've literally called each other (laughs) so that we could try and talk it out and figure it out. And we're still so confused, but that's okay. This is all part of the fun. This is what I was hoping Andrew was going to be like, honestly. I know it's it's stressful (laughs) at some points, but I was really hoping it would be this way because other Disney Star Wars shows that have come out haven't made me want to talk about it as much as this has. And they've all been very surface yeah. level. Yeah, and this yeah. feels like I could go in depth about the like the reasons for things, the what's not being said, what's being said, uh with different scenes um with certain lines, with certain scenes that don't have very many lines, just what you're yeah. looking at. Um there's so much to unpack. And I love that. I love that. We're probably going to end this with so much more to say, which I is know. fine because I want to be able to talk about the show for months. I want to be able, I want to still be talking and unpacking this show, talking about and unpacking the show when season two's airing or about to air. Like yeah. I- I'm pretty sure that that's <laughs> going to be the case. We're going to be, we're going to be talking about this for a long time. And I love that.
0: Which is, which is awesome because it feels like we haven't had like a star wars like this for a while i i i felt kind of like this for um the last season of the clone wars specifically for like the siege but yes. not to this extent this no. is like an astronomical difference between all the star wars that we've Recently, gotten a lot. I I read a source that said like this is probably the best Star Wars that we've gotten since Empire Strikes Back, and
1: I kind of agree. <laughs> I think I agree too. I think it's the best that we've gotten since Rogue One, honestly. And it's yes. not to shade the other shows in a yeah. certain. Yeah, I, I don't want to throw them under the bus completely because no, there's because
0: uh, I feel like the yeah sorry we we do love. Like other Star Wars, like I love the Clone Wars, like I love rebels. I think that that andor feels a little bit like rebels with its like familial, intimate, mundane aspects, and it feels like Rogue One, and there are some moments where it feels a little bit like solo,
1: yeah, and I yeah.
0: was I was thinking about rebels. I was thinking that
1: if rebels had been live action, it would feel this like one- this it would feel like Andor because yeah. there's a lot of dark stuff that happens in rebels i mean there's a lot of silly stuff too but there are some really emotional very darker toned things that happen in rebels that and i remember telling um someone about this i remember saying while i was watching it, i said hey you know like if this had been live action this would probably not have been allowed i yeah. mean or would have been a, a higher rating but because mm-hmm. it was you know in a animated form and in a more like a kid kid friendly sort of tone, um, yeah. yeah, like I mean Ezra like using the force to make a guy shoot another guy like oh with, yeah in the in the oh, know, so a DC, like <laughs> yeah uh, that if that had been in live action that would have been a really <laughs> that would have been very dark it was still dark in animation so anyway yeah. Andor Andor reminds me of Rebels.
0: And I know that it's only going to get better from here because episode four just came out. It was really good. And we'll get five and then um whatever we get after that. And, you know, Rue Scott Melshi coming back. So it's obviously ah. going to be super good.
1: Oh, my gosh. I am so excited for him. I know I'm excited about Andor in general. I've said this, but. Rue Scott Melshi is
0: coming back.
1: Ru- <laughs> Ru- <laughs> for anyone who does not know who we're talking about bruce scott melchie is he's the best he's, he's the, best. the
0: best no no i won't <laughs> say that i'll start i i don't want to start discourse but bruce scott melchie is definitely the glub of glub shadows i yeah. think that he is we got him for like five minutes oh less than yeah <laughs> and it's just that duncan powell just like a fun guy I, I, I don't he know. is so cool he he's is like, so cool he's like diego luna's biggest fan I, he's like Honestly. sharing stuff on his story and, and i'm like he has the funniest like, instagram <laughs> i
1: laugh so hard but yeah he is um he is the character who cassie entrusted to lead the pathfinders on scarif mm-hmm. um he's a sergeant and he chose melchie over uh was it lieutenant Sephla who or, or is it corporal corporal cephala lieutenant self cephala anyway
0: yeah i don't remember Yeah, a higher
1: ranking officer <laughs> a higher ranking officer who was joining them on scarif um cassian chose to give sergeant melshi the lead um on that instead of him uh because he trusted him so much there's a couple blurbs about this in different uh sources of yeah. rogue one source books and stuff but which, which um,
0: is insane to me that they they definitely read them because I don't think that they would have brought back Melshi. Exactly. Because all of those sources say that Melshi was Cassian's close friend. So I think that there was some deeper digging. Did I don't, yeah. think, that they, I don't think that they went as deep as like Rebel Files. Maybe they did, but I, I don't know. But I think that they definitely did, did some digging and they found Melshi and they were like, we have to put him in the show <laughs> and I'm yeah. so thankful for that though I don't know if I'm ready for our glup shit to go mainstream because everyone know. is gonna love him
1: I know and that's <laughs> I know I want people to love him though I want people to like him time. too <laughs> I-, I would love people to be so excited about him and talking about him I really don't want any discord I don't want any slander that will be where i draw the line it's
0: not allowed i don't care how not slander this man
1: yeah do not slander him i don't care if he was an imperial before i don't care if he makes some like egregious decision that costs people lives i don't care (laughs) he is not to be touched
0: he's a good guy we promise. don't talk about him him badly
1: he gave his life for the, for the rebellion. That's <laughs> the end of that's the end of the story, okay? We know okay. how his story ends. Full <laughs> so, stop. <laughs> so I don't care what happened before. Um Okay. Yeah, let's no, he's coming laugh. back. Yeah. Um, I feel like we, we need to talk about
0: I think Cyril. It, but yes. I, think that, <laughs> I think that getting into Cyril is gonna be so I feel like it's like walking on eggshells, because I know that he's been received very differently by some of the fandom.
1: I yes he has been and and that's that's fine because I I honestly think that that's we're supposed to have these conversations and I want to hear what people have to say and what they feel um I personally feel that some of the comparisons uh that people have made Cyril to either real life comparisons or other characters in the Star Wars universe um on levels of evilness or (sighs) Uh, Morals, exactly. Yeah. Um, I feel that some of those comparisons are pretty extreme, um, but at the same time, I understand the can. I understand people making those connections, but I, I yeah. honestly wonder if it's um, because they're just trying to identify the villain in the story. Uh, I do believe that this that Andor doesn't have. I don't want to say that there's cut and dry good versus evil. I don't want to, or I don't want to say that there's i don't know how to explain what i'm trying to say well but it's,
0: it's it's basically like what a lot of like what tony gilroy and like the actors have said where exactly. like Andor is very gray area and i think that yes. that translates to the characters as well yes and, and cyril while, especially yes i cyril i i don't want to call him a bad guy i i i don't want to call him evil i think that darth vader is evil i i <laughs> i feel badly for. i'm afraid to say that
1: but no i mean um, he is he is
0: he
1: he is an evil person he does things intentionally evilly he is cruel he's malicious i think that i think that in cyril's case he is someone who has the capacity for that and is yes is starting to be that because when we see when we meet cyril i really don't think that he has been in the field or i don't think he's seen
0: action because he was like like he was like i think that i should go or something like he yeah. didn't he wasn't like yeah okay but yeah i i i don't think that he i do i do want to like touch on that he like he screened cop like he is a typical like line of duty i like, think bleed blue guy like i, I that's yes. That I think that that's what his character was intended to be. And I think that that was what was translated. And I think that it makes him. it It's it's I think it's weird just seeing it in Star Wars. I think that that's what is. I don't know.
1: What do you. And think? I know that we're supposed to see. I, we're supposed to see him this way. Because yeah. I know that later on. We're probably going to get more context on why he's the way he is which i when i say this i don't say this as none of it will ever excuse anything that he does that's wrong yeah. um because it doesn't excuse anything that anyone in real life would do like oh they had a bad childhood or blah 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 blah. so that's why they are the way they are we should be pitiful of them yeah we can see that behavior and say it's wrong and messed up but that doesn't mean that that person should have done those things but i do what, what-
0: what Lindsay is kind of touching on is we learned in an in a article that Cyril has it, what was described as the mother of hell. Yeah. Um. For those who have seen episode 4 it she's introduced but we won't say much after that because we will talk about it when we discuss episode 4. But So yes, it does so. give
1: some context into mm-hmm. the type of tightly wound person that he appears to be.
0: What um, did I say last night? I said you could shove a lump
1: of coal up his ass, and he'd shoot <laughs> out a <of> diamond. <laughs> yeah, and and Kyle, uh, so as it, how do how do you say his last name? Solar, Solar, Solar. Solar. Uh, I don't know, but don't Kyle, know. Kyle, <laughs> Kyle has said that he Seriously. was acting yeah. as if he had a um a wasp in a his, wasp his mouth. A wasp in his mouth.
0: <laughs> mhm. Yeah, which yeah like the scene where he was like exactly i was like yeah. oh my god this guy
1: he let it out
0: <laughs> yeah his but honestly his his pathetic exterior and um what did they say they, his pathetic exterior and baby girl something have bewitched me
1: <laughs> honestly and yeah. but the thing is is he is he is cassian's foil i believe. Um. They are. They're going to be playing off. We're going to see both of them go through different things. So we're going to we're seeing Cassian going off yeah. from Ferrex. We're going to see him going through things, and we're seeing Cyril go through things. And yeah. we're going to probably eventually see them come back together again. And yeah. um,
0: whether that be if Cyril defects or if Cassian kills him or if, yeah, th- any, there are, anyway, there are a lot yeah. of theories. Although Kyle has hinted of a storyline where it's kind of like callous.
1: Yeah, so when people who are like loving Cyril, like us, I mean, we, we love him in the way that we hope that, we hope, I, the, we hope he comes around. We hope the best for him. We hope that he defects and he learns his, he changes his ways. We have this, this hope for that so when we say we love him it's not that we love his craziness or his crazy cop likeness that's not it
0: we love the way kyle portrays cyril i think that that's why i love cyril is because i love kyle and i think kyle does an excellent job portraying
1: i admire i admire his
0: his acting skills, his acting
1: chops. Yeah. He's he pretty, plays he's pretty math- amazing.
0: Plays a pathetic man really, really well. He says
1: so <laughs> much. He, he he conveys so much for so little. That's, that's yes. what really impresses me.
0: And if you've seen Rogue One, which I'm sure a lot of the people who are listening or like that we have spoken about zero with have obviously but the scene where he's giving the speech is such a parallel to Jin's speech in rogue one when she's on the imperial transport talking to the pathfinders i got chills <laughs> i did too i was like tony gilroy you <laughs> again. did again i'm under <laughs> your bed <laughs> <laughs> tony under your walls but um <laughs> but yeah i i i I'm not rooting for Cyril, but I I do have hope for his character because that, hope exactly you know rebellions are built on hope <laughs> so yeah I, I think yeah. that there and Kyle has hinted at it so it's not like we're kind of just pulling this out of the air but no he's hinted at a romance between Dedra and Cyril and he's hinted about him defecting and how he could go either way um with yeah. either the rebellion or the empire so it it's not I feel like they're doing that like cyril having such a wide array of uh you know how of how he's being received. potential I think, yes i i think that that it is i think that that's what they were intended you know yeah. I, I i don't i think that everything that this show has to offer yeah was intended So, and I think that we won't be disappointed with any of the characters' outcomes. Besides Bix, if Bix dies, I will, I will, Tony Gilroy will never see the light of day again. My (laughs) biggest fear
1: is that interview she gave where she was talking about how she knows what's going to happen to Bix and she knows like the future. Like, I think she implied that she knows what season two is going to be like, right?
0: Yes, so that's what makes me both hopeful and fearful
1: (laughs) yeah it's like as if he killed her off and he's like but i'll tell you what happens in the next season just because but because multiple actors have said that he was upfront about everything so my fear is that he
0: told her i know well denise was like denise and kyle were like we signed up for five years
1: so we know that they're making it probably to season two
0: we know and then and then tony I really hope you don't hear the ice cream truck. <laughs>
1: I don't hear uh, the ice cream truck. Okay,
0: good. But I, Tony has also said that a lot of the people from this season are making it. But yeah. then he also said that there's a high death count. So we I, know, I feel like we know of, who those probably will be. <laughs> I don't want them to be fixed though. <laughs> I, I, I feel I'm like gonna it's going to be most of the rebels in the, oh i won't well i won't go into that but it's gonna it's probably gonna be the rebels and the next time great.
1: we talk about this like yeah. when we unpack four or episode four and five probably uh we're gonna probably cover them by arcs but we're probably gonna be like oh
0: you're right remember what we <laughs> said in that first episode <laughs> oh no we jinxed um, it but, we manifested it but um I am excited to see if the theory that I have about and sister is correct because the first theory that I had about Cassian's sister was obviously incorrect and you can hear about that uh, when I went on Kessel Run Relay.
1: Yeah, that, that was pretty
0: fun. But, um, well, we can talk about... We can talk about this new book I got. With, yeah. Um, okay, well, so my we're gonna end about talking about Andor there and then we're gonna go into this little teeny tiny like story segment I guess my mom came home with this book that she got me and it's called Star Wars Galactic Baking which you can probably get like any Barnes and Noble but it made me giggle because there are some Mon Mothma um treats in here
1: oh please tell me about those
0: I do have to find them, but there was like a couple of them uh from different planets. It's like Hoth <gasps> and or not Andor, or um uh Tatooine. Uh I don't think Batu. Although that would be cool. I do have that though. I have the Batu. Are they like cookies or let's see. <laughs> they have really cute like flat cakes. Um, I'm just scroll- scrolling. Wow, I'm chronically on <laughs> I'm just, uh, flipping through it now. But they have, like, Coruscant, um, Croissants, Lothcat Kibble, uh, Puffer Pig, uh,
1: Puffer Pies, Pig.
0: Resistance <gasps> Rack. This one was cute. There was Ray's Energy Training Bites. That was so adorable. Aww. Um, they have wonton tundra treats which are like sweet wontons <laughs> oh
1: man I want to try
0: those I know I have to next time I go crash at your place I'll have to please bring, bring me some
1: yeah bring it bring it we'll <laughs> do it together I have I have a stove I can cook
0: <laughs> good I hope you have a stove in your house <laughs> yeah kidding.
1: hey for a while it was touchy
0: I don't know that's okay but yeah
1: did you find your mon mothma treats
0: i should have found it beforehand but it it's was, okay uh it's i found them ah oh. <laughs> it's mon mothma's minia minia mini focaccia bread oh it's, is that, it's, that the kind
1: is that the kind where you like you put your fingers in you the like dough poker. to like yeah. so it cooks evenly
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, it says, rebel leader Mon Mothma's home planet of Chandrilla is known for its sweet peppers, which makes a great topping when baked onto warm bread. These focaccia are best eaten while saving the galaxy from the tyranny <laughs> of the Empire. Okay, new headcanon is that when we see the dinner scene in the next Andor Episode. We gotta keep her
1: eyes open. We
0: gotta keep her eyes open for the Pikachu. <laughs> if they do that, I will laugh so hard. I know.
1: Because I'll...
0: No, because why?
1: No, because like we've been talking about this, where it's like, oh, Andor. There's, there's this. There was a stigma that Andor wasn't going to have Easter eggs because Tony Gilroy was trying to like keep it. You know. Open for people who weren't fans, you know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't supposed to be giving us a lot of cameos or whatever, but well, we got so much, yeah. There's been so much in each episode. Um, so him throwing that in there, or the set designers or whoever like throwing that in there, I'd be like, another one another my, one <laughs> my theory
0: is that tony gilroy doesn't know star wars at all so he like walked into set and he was like well yeah this looks great and like had no honestly, idea i
1: want to say that he because he's <laughs> mentioned several times that he's like had to go to the vatican you know had to go to lucas film story group for stuff and honestly i think that he i this is what I love. I think he talked to them so much. He wanted yeah. their opinion so much, and I love that because there's been other projects in the past where they just blew off the story group, and you can definitely tell that they involved them heavily. Because oh, yeah. I think that they did a lot of their own research. I think Tony and as a Dan, his brother. Yeah, his.
0: his I think freaky they brother. both.
1: Yeah, I think <laughs> oh, they both <laughs> did a lot of research, but I think they also were like, "Hey, if there's something that we need to be adding, or something that could add more." depth and richness to the story so if it's the bread on the table from chandrilla oh, yeah. like, like if it's your
0: bread then i'm totally down also the fact that that would mean that italians are <laughs> canon in star wars oh my gosh
1: chandrilla is the italian version of,
0: of oh uh... no totally it's the italian countryside it has yeah to be.
1: Uh, yeah exactly like they got villas
0: yeah but then that completely steps on my mon mafia mon mafia is colombian AU (laughs) it could be a mix that's true she could be a, a colombian italian i i have this this like shame shameless headcanon that i share with a few people or they're like au's we all have them we all daydream at night you know we're like if in a modern au like a lot of star wars characters would be latin american um just because you know i'm projecting but (laughs) i'm
1: i'm for it i'm for it
0: (laughs) but yeah monmouth was colombian but if chandrilla has sweet peppers and she makes focaccia bread for her shitty husband then she's italian yeah definitely (laughs) i mean he
1: definitely has the deadbeat. Husband thing going on. We're sorry and to our Italian <laughs> listeners. <laughs> my m- my my husband is so I can I can say whatever I want. Oh, that's no, true. I'm just messing Vi with you. No. <laughs> no, he's the sweetest. He's Does definitely he... not like my Mothma's husband,
0: <laughs> we will we'll get into him. But he's a shitty guy.
1: Yeah, he's awful. <laughs> well, I was gonna mention. Uh, why don't you give me one more recipe from the book? Tell me about one more. <gasps> okay, just pick one more. Just, i want to okay, hear one i'm more. just gonna
0: open it my yes. eyes are closed wicked moon pies uh, <gasps> these treats are perfect for ta- taking to the forest moon of endor which is inhabited by the small but mighty ewoks the same might be said for those for these fiercely good chocolate dipped cinnamon graham sandwich cookies stuffed with marshmallow cream so they're like
1: s'mores
0: Damn, but no is ewok eaten good <laughs> no wonder they're so cute and chunky uh, they're so adorable they
1: have to for all the energy that they expel like going up and yeah. down the trees and i know yeah it's all good yeah uh so i was gonna hey, mention God. i was gonna mention one more thing because you got a book and i got a book too i don't have it with me but i was sharing about it on twitter and um oh I, I, mm-hmm. so okay. i got the rebels uh, rebels workshop owner's guide owner's manual
0: this is so cute i I saw this at barnes and noble once
1: it was so it's so cool so i i saw this book it's it's orange you know rebel orange and it's got some schematics on the front i think of an x-wing and um i pulled it out at barnes and noble i opened it up and i opened it up to the title page of the u-wing and i was like god is telling me to buy this book (laughs)
0: And if you guys know Lindsay, Lindsay is a, the U-Wing model's biggest fan. I don't think I've ever met anybody. So much. I like, was It's like a teenage boy obsessed with our Subaru. <laughs> honestly, honestly, it is. It is.
1: I I I opened the book, I had it open to the U-wing, I looked at my husband and I was like, "Hun, it's the it's the chip it's my favorite chip and he's just looking at me like oh, okay are you gonna get the book and I'm like no hun. you don't understand I like tried to put the book down and I was like at first it's like this and I had the wings out forward, and then in the middle of the aisle I'm like and then it goes like this and I had my arms behind me and I'm like it's so cool and he's like get it just get the damn book <laughs> but no so I got it and um it's so cool because the first page um, you know, it says Ewing, uh, and then it's uh, got a whole big, like, speech from General Antoc Merrick, who was a U-Wing um, proponent of the U-Wings. He loved them very much, and he really respected the pilots who um, flew them. And so the, the whole speech.
0: He was the Rebellion's porn stash.
1: <laughs> he, he really, Wait, he no, really okay, that's
0: a that's a bad comparison because if you know porn stash from orange's new black they are nothing alike just the fact that he has a porn stash
1: he, but he's a dapper he's a dapper man he's a so dapper true. man
0: so true but he's he, the rebellion's he, dad i just feel uh, like he's the type of like leader that like checks in on his pilots and like puts his hand on their shoulder and he's like if you need anything let me honestly. know honestly oh yeah. he would he totally yeah. would he mm-hmm. he's, oh my he's, gosh I feel like he's Mon Mothma but like pilot.
1: yeah he's dad he's the dad she's yeah, the mom and, the and mom. he's the
0: dad and then yeah. like Bail Organa is the uncle who like yeah. oversees everything he, he's the deal he's the, the fun
1: uncle and Draven's the not fun uncle <laughs>
0: <laughs> we don't we have so much to say about draven i won't get it to him i i could we will have to do a whole episode on
1: him or something we or, or the rebellion in like, general yeah we uh, have many plans we have we many do. plans we have so but...
0: many thoughts about all these characters
1: <laughs> but but i got this book i have yet to even look at the rest of it it is mostly uh x-wings and um other models i think several models of x-wing um but i just was in love with the fact that there were 12 whole pages dedicated to the ewing and i was like they did that this, for they
0: did that this for is you, worth 20
1: 20- yeah they did this is worth like 25 dollars because <laughs> i got it in montana and there's no sales tax so it was like this is worth <sighs> it that's right
0: that was yeah. oh, time to go yeah. to montana and buy all my yeah. star wars books and i
1: almost got the courtship uh not the courtship the uh princess and scoundrel and you um, did it Well, I I saw it at Barnes & Noble and it was like the, it was the special edition, right? But it wasn't the one that had like the fold-out poster. And I think that is in the soft, like the soft cover. I'm not sure. Paperback? (laughs) But (laughs) I saw it there and I was like, oh, I should get it. And my husband's like, well, they're also selling it at Target and it's less. And I was like, well, we're going to Target. So I might as well go see. I went there. The cover was all messed up. It was not even that much.
0: Not worth it. Yeah. So when
1: I go back to Montana... I'm gonna go to Barnes Noble. I'm gonna get it so I can read it because I need to scour it for mentions of Mon Mothma because I know she's in there, and I need to she's I need to read yeah. up on that.
0: Yeah. So you I'm do. gonna be
1: getting that book. Speaking of Star Wars books, I'm gonna be getting that one soon.
0: Spoiler alert uh Han and Leia get married in it but (laughs) why would you do this to me we'll we'll talk about that next time (laughs) (laughs) on Stardust Records I'm Sabi you can find me on Twitter at Jin J-Y-N-K-S-S-A or I'm an admin of at news andor, um and then you can also find Lindsay at at
1: a cosmic love uh that's it it's just it's a cosmic love
0: like on twitter that. Florence in the machine song right exactly
1: that's nice. kind of where the inspiration came from
0: okay okay i dig it all right guys we'll see you next week thanks for tuning Bye. in Bye. thanks for listening to us ramble <laughs> thanks for tuning in with us this week we'll see you next week on saturday for an all-new episode of stardust records may the force be with you